Hi. Welcome to Unbound with Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. <laughs> and if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from my emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from that guy you worked with. You know, you know the one. The one that looked at you just a bit too long. I could be reading from that woman. The woman that's a little too friendly at work. I could be reading from the quiet one that you watched all through school. And now she's really kinky. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic fantasies, questions, or anything else, feel free to share them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. And just remember, by submitting a story or question, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You are 18 years of age or older and legally able to write, submit erotic, or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage roleplay, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired, and you're releasing all rights to curation. You can also send them to Twitter or Instagram at dnikkiNikky162. So I have this week off, but I recorded this last week, but I'm going to give you a heads up. I had a huge allergy infection, so my voice is about to drop like like six octaves, just to give you a heads up here. So this is what I sound like when my allergies are bothering me. Here you go. So if you have not done, or you, this is your re- weekly or bi-weekly reminder, go vote for me. Voting ends at the end of this month on July 31st. You can vote every 24 hours once a day. You can vote for best adult industry podcast and best lifestyle podcast. Remember, voting ends July 31st. You can vote once every 24 hours. I hope to see you there. My tickets are definitely bought. My hotel's booked. And I am shopping for clothes. I really hope you come to see what I'm wearing. Maybe I'm wearing that very sexy red lipstick. The one you saw in the class. Don't forget, you can find me in Edison, New Jersey, October 22nd through October 24th. Um, flying out, actually, the 24th, so um, the 22nd, 23rd. I'm not at a booth, so I'll be just meandering around. So hopefully I'll see you there. Also, I'm looking. It's not official yet, but I am really thinking about doing the one in D.C., which is actually in Virginia. Um, I'll get you more the location on that, but you can also just go to the Exotica Expo and it's exotica with three X's.com and look at their schedule. Um, it'll probably give you a lot more information that I'm going to fill up here. But again, it's December 3rd to December 5th. I've not bought tickets yet to that, but as soon as I do, I definitely will let you guys know. But um, more than likely, I'm also going to that one depending on what's happening in the next couple months. So Hopefully I'll have some news there for you also. I want to thank you guys. It's people like you that support me that um, I'm getting to do some of these big things coming up and nominations and 
uh, collaborations and things that I'll be doing, it looks like. Um, I really want to thank you. It means completely a lot that every one of you are here and supporting this and the notes I get, you guys really make my day. Um, it seems like you guys know when to pop in and say the right thing. And if I can meet each and every one of you for a drink and say you're welcome, I absolutely would just to, just to see the smiles that I bring. And simplicity is a big thing for me. And um, thank you. Thank you so much. And I can never say enough thanks. I really can't. That being said, let's looks like we have a bit of fan mail and um, some questions. So here we go. Dear Nikki and Darcy, keep up the great work. We love your show. You and Darcy do an amazing job and an end and inspiration to all of us that are exploring and making our journey feel normal. You're keeping marriages hot for all of your listeners. If we could buy you a drink, we absolutely would. J&D. Well, hello, J&D. I know that you only get to hear me, but I know Darcy is just as appreciative as that compliment as I am. Um, he's just really that type of good guy. Darcy and I do believe in exploring. We believe in communication and exploring your partner and talking to your partner and finding what works for you. Um, we're very big proponents on that and um, working together. It's just been really amazing working together with him. We really do click very well when it comes. To, it's like we're very much in sync when it comes to this. And he's done an amazing job. And I know he's part of the reason I'm as far as I am. And I don't know what I would do without him. But that being said, he's just really an amazing man. So we thank you, um, both of you and absolutely if we could, and if everybody was comfortable, and we all consented, would love to have a drink and just talk, just talk. <laughs> but thank you again, uh, J and D, whoever you are. For the, you're having me blush. I'm not sure about Darcy. I'll have to ask if he blushed later. I don't know. I blush more than he does. <laughs> Dear Nikki, what's the point of piercing naturally beautiful nipples and does it hurt? Okay, normally I don't read some of Darcy's comments because they feel like they're directed towards me for a thought. But this one I'm going to because he actually, actually really, really said it very well here. And I'll go on to some of my thoughts a little more deeply. Um, He said, firstly, uh, beauty is in the Baha'i of the holder. Nipples are beautiful, but I happen to think that a piercing can be a nice addition to the bit of beauty. Second, pierced nipples are more sensitive sexually, so there's practical reasons. Third, like many decorations, piercings are often a way to make a statement about values, affiliation, lifestyle, and so on. Fourth, yes, it can hurt a bit, but if you don't like your nipple piercing, they heal. Yours truly, alt-friendly Darcy. Uh, I agree with Darcy. Um, sometimes people get them done actually for medical reasons too. Um, we won't go into that because it's kind of graphic, but I used to. It's a quick pinch, but it's over. I Mine was done with a lot of numbing. So I really, honestly, I didn't feel anything. Mine aren't there anymore. And like Darcy said, I just removed it. I don't remember why I made that choice, but I just, eh, I was, I was done. But I am actually in the mood to pick out some more. And yes, they are very sensitive sexually. I had one that that would go through and it was really pretty. And it actually had little itty bitty chains that ran from one side to the other. And then it had some really pretty little stuff dangling from the sides. So sexually, yeah, you could tug on those. And yeah, I would do that when I masturbate. And this is a story I'm not sure Darcy even knows. So <laughs> they can be very, very 
sexy. They can heighten your sex. They can, it's just, wow. Yeah. So if you've thought about it, it's just like, think of it like an ear piercing. If you don't like it, you can take it out. It'll grow back in. No big deal. But no, it doesn't. It didn't damage mine. I'm not a doctor or piercer or anything that's medically trained. So it very, I mean, anything, once you change and alter your body, it can damage it. So you take that risk. However, do I, if your nipples are sensitive and you like nipple play, I, I say absolutely try it. Worst case scenario, you're just pulling them out and done with them. Dear Nikki, have you ever masturbated while you was at work? Well, are we talking about when I worked in vanilla or mainstream or nine to five? No, never. I It never occurred to me. I guess I'm one of those people that just was in work mode. And don't get me wrong, I found attractive men there, but I never wanted to go rub one out in the bathroom. I just, it never occurred to me. Now, my job now, you know, working on the lines. Oh, that might be revealing a professional secret. But I do have to say, there may have been one or two, maybe three, that really got me going. And I totally came hard with them. So, yes, if you're thinking of me being a phone, when I was a phone sex operator, absolutely. Do I go rub one out in between recordings? Yeah, I have. So there you go. Um, Have you? Has any of you rubbed one out while working? And do we count COVID when everybody was working from home? Because I really think masturbation like skyrocketed, you know, while in COVID, while working at home from dressed from the waist up, you know, it's because then you can masturbate to anybody on a Zoom call, can't you? You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's pour some Woodford with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Hi, Nikki. Love your show. It's sexy to listen to you read these stories. My wife and I were married at a young age. I had only two sexual encounters before my wife. I was her first. Now being married 20 plus years, we live an active hot wife lifestyle, and I love hearing your stories. It makes me realize I'm not the only one with these kind of kinks. We had only been married around five years when I started getting turned on by seeing different guys check her out and would automatically get hard when I noticed the friends be flirty with her. After a while, I confessed my fantasy to her, and to my surprise, she said she thought it would be hot. For about a year, we talked about it, and she would tell me which of our friends she would like to fuck. While we were fucking, she would tell me everything she wanted a certain friend of ours named Ronnie to do to her, and what she wanted to do to him. Well, we were out with Ronnie and other friends one night at our local bar. When it came time to leave, Ronnie asked if he could stay the night at our place. We'd all been friends for a very long time, so he said sure. On the way home, we were discussing sleeping arrangements. My wife squeezed my leg and said, we could all just sleep in the same bed since our couch was really uncomfortable. She was flirting with Ronnie the whole way home, but nothing too over the top. Once at home, we ended up in bed with her in the middle. We were all talking, laughing, and nothing was really happening. It got quiet, and it seems if we were just going to go to sleep. After a short while, my wife started to squeeze my arm 
and cutting her eyes down to her pussy. That's when I noticed that Ronnie was fingering and rubbing my wife's pussy. After some time, she lowered the covers and spread her legs while moaning and wiggling around. At this point, it was obvious to Ronnie that what he was doing was okay, and he didn't need to be sneaky. We had a great night. We both fucked her together and took turns one at a time throughout the night. Since that time, she's had several male visitors to our bed, and even two different ladies. I find it so exciting, I guess because she was such an innocent young girl with a great reputation, and I know what a slut she really is. We both talk and laugh about that now. We continue living a hot wife lifestyle to this day. I'm very glad I've confessed my fantasy to her all those years ago. Kevin. Hello, Kevin. Absolutely. I'm so happy for you guys. Oh my God. Uh, Darcy was completely right about this one. This was hot. I have to give it to him. Ladies and gentlemen, what do you do to keep your relationship alive? Your partnership, your lovership, do we say? Are we willing to explore and have a different type of connection with your partner, lover, wife, boyfriend, husband? What are we willing to do? Are we willing to stay in that same old routine? Or do we push our boundaries? Do we push our boundaries and find what's sexy, what works for us? Remember, nothing else matters. Nobody matters outside that bedroom, outside the marriage, outside the relationship, outside of whatever loving dynamic you have. Nobody else matters. If it works for you, it works for you. I don't care if you're dressing up as Smurfs and that's your thing. I don't care if you're playing Superman and you're diving from your furniture onto the bed to save her. Or even if you take it a little different and you take it onto a train and you have very lustful sex or even just give him a blowjob or eat her out and acting like you were strangers in the same car. Now that would be very hot. When you say, Dear game." College seems like forever ago, but we just graduated. Way back when we were in college, I agreed to move off campus with a girl I knew from my biology class. We rented a two-bedroom about three blocks from campus. Pretty soon, we realized we couldn't afford it. The utilities were too high, and we had to pay extra for parking, and we had made a big mistake. We decided to rent one of the rooms, and we moved in together. The room was big enough for a full-size bed, but too small for two beds. We squeezed the single bed in, but there was no room for anything else. We couldn't get into the closet without standing on the single bed. Plus, we had to learn to be together all the time. One Saturday morning, it was already pretty cool outside. I came into the room after my shower and found her on the bed, sitting on a towel, trimming down and shaving her delicate parts. She is sitting with her legs open, trying to shave herself. I'm looking down at her. She has the thickest pussy lips, her fingers going over them, pushing them aside. My pussy lips start to get a little moist and slippery. I can feel my nipples getting really hard. She pulls her pussy up and I can see her V-hole between her lips. She looks up at me several times, but went back to shaving. After she's done, she stands up on the bed and asks me if she did a good job. She had a date that night and didn't want to freak the guy out. She is standing on the bed and her pussy is almost eye height to me. Her pussy was practically in my face. By then, I wasn't moist. I was wet. 
and impulsively put my hands on her hips and kissed her pussy with a long kiss. She stepped back, but tripped and fell on the bed, asking me what I was doing. I looked at her and told her that she better not let some jerk have her pussy. If she did, we couldn't live together anymore. She wants to know what I was talking about. She's on the bed. Her legs are open, and I got on the bed and buried my face into her pussy, grabbing her hard around her thighs. Right then, that was my pussy, and I was going to eat it all. I dug in hard and got to her clit and got my tongue in her v-hole. I ate and ate until I got her clit where I could flip it while I ate her, and she came pretty hard. I got back up and told her that was as far as I was concerned she was my girlfriend, and I wasn't going to share her. That is how we became more than just roommates and school friends. I eat her pussy. I love her pussy. I shave her now. I clean her up until she's nice and smooth and very eatable. She has nice big lips, dark lips, and her pussy spreads open into the most delicious pussy you could ever want. There's a whole lot more. We sleep in the same bed now and share just about everything, but in the end, what she got me was with her pussy. I'm Scott Irish, fairly pale-skinned, with light bush and very pink lips interior. She is Lebanese, with dark hair and eyes, and a very dark, heavy-lipped pussy and pouty vulva mound. There is no pink. Her pussy is very dark. And when she is hot, she's even darker. Sarah. Hello, dirty Sarah. I like this. This is really, really, really hot. Um, I've never had someone go so possessive on me, but I've, it's been a while since somebody shaved me. I go get waxed now, but there's nothing like, you know, I don't really pay attention to women's vulvas and clits and things. I just don't. There's nothing like trimming your partner though. I, I do have to admit that, that no, to keep them nice and trimmed if that's what they want. Have you ever been very aggressive with the partner? Has a partner been very aggressive with you and does it turn in, turn you on? I would say have to say yes for her. Um, I think that's probably what won her over in the end, besides probably the pussy eating skills that uh, Sarah had. Sarah, do you eat great pussy? Hmm. I know a girl that likes to eat pussy. Hello, Colette. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, would you watch? I guess that's not the fantasy here, but I'm I'm sitting here thinking about the dynamic and how it worked out and thinking, I think I'd like to watch that. But maybe I'd let my partner watch if he wanted to. Hey, lover, would you let me go down on you while you watched? Hmm. Something to think about, I think. Don't you? Dear Nikki, I'm a police officer. I work out of town a lot. I ran into a girl I knew years ago. She knew I was married. But anyway, she came over to my RV one night. After several beers, we started to mess around. We were on the couch, and she dropped to the floor, unbuttoned my jeans, and pulled my already hard dick out. She started sucking on it. And damn, it felt so good. We got up and started kissing as we started undressing each other. As we made it to the bedroom, we were completely naked when we hit the bed. I turned around and spread her legs and started licking her wet pussy. Oh my god, it tasted so fucking good. I love eating pussy so much. While I was licking her, she started sucking my rock-hard dick. 
All of a sudden, I felt a finger rubbing against my asshole. I kind of stopped for a second, and she started sucking me harder. I went back to licking her pussy. All of a sudden, her finger was in my tight ass. I didn't stop her. In fact, my dick got harder. She was fucking my ass as she was sucking my dick. Harder and faster. It felt so fucking good. About that time, I exploded in her mouth. But as she kept fucking my ass harder, she drained my balls all of its cum. I came so hard, I had to stop and roll over and had to take a short break. Texas. Well, hello, Texas. I know exactly who you are. <laughs> Texas is a regular fine, a very Southern gentleman. Ladies, gentlemen, if you go for that Texas twang, if you like a good Southern boy, mm, I have somebody to introduce you to. But then again, I might keep him for myself. Mm. He tends to bring the okey out in me, but I'll never forget the first time he called. Oh, yes, ma'am, he always says. Even though that makes me feel really old, the way he says it, yes, ma'am. Oh, I don't like being called ma'am, but he can lay in my bed all day long and call me ma'am at that Texas drawl. Just saying, offside note, right? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever? Well, I guess if you're a gentleman, you have. But ladies, have we tried? Have we tried licking down there? Properly prepared, of course. It's very sensitive. Have we played with ours? Realized the nerve endings that are right there? That could push us over the edge, make us squirt? What do you think if you licked from the ball sack down? And just let your tongue tease your fingers glide in. What if he said, oh yeah, would you keep going? Would you pull out your little bullet vibrator and put it there for him? There's nothing like the man that you have a connection with watching him come undone and explode for you. Isn't that right, Texas? That's something that gets me incredibly wet and actually gives me a mental orgasm. Watching your partner come on completely unglued because of you. Maybe it's just your voice. Maybe it's your touch. Maybe it's all of the above. Maybe it's just one long lick while he's stroking off and his eyes turn dark with lust. And even now, I can hear the way he comes in my head. Hello, lover. <laughs> if you haven't, ladies, gentlemen, taken your time, you really should. And then you know what to do. I really want to know. Tuniki, when my wife Candace was younger, though of proper age, she was babysitting for a couple and ended up having a threesome. The wife was eating Candace's pussy while Candace was sucking the dad's cock. And then they switched and the dad started fucking her pussy and the mom sat on her face. They had a couple different occasions of that. Her telling me the story made me so horny and want to experience that with her. Which is where my fantasy comes into play. It's not the babysitter threesome, but it's inspired by an amazing story. We had a friend named Amber who had very nice, big, beautiful tits gorgeous ass. 
We talked about how we wanted to threesome with her and what we wanted to do. So here is how we wanted it to go. As we're all naked, my dick is getting so hard from seeing these two beauty ladies naked in front of me. My wife has a strap on and walks up behind Amber, grabs her hips from behind and pulls her close. Then she softly moves her hands up Amber's side, reaches around and grabs those beautiful tips and plays with them for a second, and then twirls her erect nipples between her fingers. Then she moves Amber's hair and kisses her neck ever so softly, while still fondling Amber's boobs. Seeing my wife's boobs pressed against Amber's back and Amber's ass nestled against my wife's crotch makes me so hard. Then my wife slowly and softly pushes Amber to the bend over and the sides of her cock into Amber's dripping wet pussy and starts fucking her. While Amber is bent over getting fucked by my wife, I'm sitting in front of Amber and she's sucking my dick and it takes all that I have not to release my load into Amber's mouth. As Amber's getting fucked, she's moaning on my cock and comes. Amber gets up and starts sucking Candace's strap-on cock, and is moaning as she's tasting her own pussy juices. As she is sucking the dildo, I get behind her and start fucking her pussy. Then I lay back on the bed, and Amber's then sits on my face, and I eat that pussy until she squirts it in my mouth while Brandy's on my dick, going up and down with that wet pussy. Brandy moans as she comes. Brandy comes hard as she's watching me eat Amber's pussy. Then Amber puts it on the strap on and bends Brandy over and starts fucking her pussy. As she's fucking hard, Brandy screams as she comes. As Amber is fucking Brandy, I'm standing behind Brandy, fucking her. As we're bouncing back and forth, we all come at the same time. Brandy and Amber lay me on the bed and Amber starts sucking my dick and Candace puts the strap on back on and sticks it back into Amber's wet pussy. Amber and I come at the same time. Then we all just lay on the bed, and Candace and Amber are passionately kissing. Tits are touching each other, and we end just embracing each other. Dustin. I went to a school with a guy named Dustin. Not a guy I would picture doing this. Maybe something else. Though I have to say, that's not where I thought the strap-on was going to go. What about you guys? That's completely fucking hot. Ladies and gentlemen, would you? Would you allow your wife to fuck her friend? It's actually very common. There's um, there's a guy that I used to talk to regularly, and him and his wife would do just that. Somewhat, maybe this is him. I have no idea, actually. Here's the thing. Would you? Your wife brings home a beautiful woman, or she knows her. Strap on, you think, okay, maybe. Maybe I'm definitely not into that baby. How's this conversation go? Is it going to ruin the mood? Then you find out it's her. It's her that wants to bend her over and fuck her. Would you want to watch the show? Not saying you'd leave the room, because what insane guy would, right? But would you want to join in or just sit back? Relax and watch them fuck. Take turns on each other. Clean the dildo, the strap on, the strap on cock. Would you watch them? At what point would you join in? Or would you savor the moment and just stroke off as many times as you could, edge as long as you could, and then explode? 
then join in if you could. Hmm, so many possibilities with this. Dustin, I am completely hot over here. That did not go how I thought. And very sexy. Very, very sexy. What do you guys think? Dear Nikki, I read a lot about guys asking how they can get their wives to sleep with other men or if something to that effect. I have to admit, I didn't start out with that fantasy. Actually, the opposite. After about five years of marriage or so, my wife Roman started getting restless and unhappy in our marriage. The thrill was gone, and she started going out with friends a lot. She would try to get me to do things, but I was too busy with work. It finally got so bad she confronted me one day and asked me to see a counselor with her. I agreed, because I thought I would put an end to her nagging. We went into the counselor, and within the first couple of sessions, we were talking about our lagging romantic and sex life. The counselor told us that relationships and sex are two different things. Even though they affect each other, one can be happy with a person but want more sexually. She asked if either of us wanted more. I said I was fine. That's when it all came out. Robin brought up this guy named Chris. I knew who he was, but never paid him money mind. He was just someone that had mutual friends and we would see around once in a while. Robin said he had asked her out. At first, she said no. But then started going out together. The counselor asked her to clarify, and Robin said, I'm dating Chris. The first night, he took her to a nice dinner, but the date ended with a peck on the lips and a hug. The next time they went out was more romantic, and they were holding hands and things. They made out after dinner, and she let him feel her up. This happened several more times. Then the last time they went out before that session, they went to a bar, then back to his house for a swim, naked. He talked Robin into getting naked with him and swimming in the pool. Robin let Chris eat her bare pussy, but she stopped before they had sex, because she felt bad and regretted doing it. She still gave him a handjob, though. The counselor had told me that I needed to work through my emotions and then the next time we talk about what I I thought about it and all. When we got home that night, I watched Robin undress. She usually sleeps naked. I was looking at her perfect round ass and imagining that Chris had seen it. I asked Robin if he made her come. She didn't want an answer. I looked at her perfect tits on her perfect curvy body and could imagine him looking at her big, puffy, perky pink nipples, the way her boobs perfectly jiggled when she walks. I was so turned on. I needed to know she came. She finally admitted that she did. She could see that it was turning me on. She climbed into bed with me and slowly pulled off my shorts. She looked at my heart on and said, Holy shit, this turns you on, doesn't it? I didn't know what I was feeling. Robin started to kiss me on my chest and worked her way down on me. I asked if he came on her tits. That's usually what she likes. She said, My mouth and then took me into her mouth. I instantly started coming. She sucked until I was done. I asked her why she said it was only a handjob. She said it was. But let him finish in her mouth. Robin said it was only fair because he did the same for her. Then it occurred to me that he knows what my wife smells like, and I immediately was hard all over again. We went for another round and had sex for hours that night. The next day, though, I made it clear I was still mad at her. The next time we went to the counselor, we talked about it more. The counselor asked if either of us had ever been unfaithful before. Robin confessed that she had an affair with her college professor when we were dating, 
but I had known about that, and we weren't technically exclusive then. I told the counselor how I felt about everything. She said that in some healthy relationships, one person wants sex more and are free to go have it. She said some people love threesomes. Some relationships are open and others are monogamous. It's all okay and all normal as long as it's among consenting adults. She said my anger comes from feeling betrayed, not having a choice in the situation and because I might have a traditional image of marriage in my mind. She said that if we wanted to experiment with other types of relationships, we should hold off. And she warned about the dangers of emotional attachments. On the way home, I asked Robin if she'd been talking to Chris. She admitted she had. It just started out some light flirting. She admitted she had been sexting her, and I wanted to see, but she first refused. This made me angry again, so she finally agreed. When we got home, she opened her text messages. He was talking about how he couldn't stop thinking about her perfect body. He got very detailed talking about my wife's orgasm and what she sounds like. Robin responded by asking what he was going to do about it. He sent a video of himself jerking off. I couldn't believe the size of his dick. He was porn star huge. The next message, Chris asked if she wanted it. Robin said she didn't know if she could handle it. He asked if she'd ever seen one that size before. Not in person, Robin said. He asked her point blank, do you want to fuck me or are you just teasing me? Robin said, I want to fuck you. I asked Robin, do you want to fuck him? Kind of, yeah. Two hours later, Robin and I went out to a local bar. We had some drinks and were feeling pretty good. When Chris walked in, my stomach sank. He came over and sat down with us like nothing was going on. He was openly flirting with Robin, but not taking it too far. There was karaoke that night, and he asked Robin to dance. Robin asked me if I wanted to dance, as if asking my permission. I played dumb and said, no, you guys dance. From my point of view, they looked fairly innocent, even though I knew better. One dance turned into three, or four, before they finally came back to the bar. Robin looked at me and said, Chris has offered to give me a ride home if you want to go. Are you okay with that? I said, sure. I finished my drink and left. I went to another bar down the street and had a couple drinks then came back. The bartender who knows us said, nope, they left five minutes after you. I went home. Robin wasn't there. I didn't expect her to be. I stayed up all night waiting for her. Around 5 a.m. I heard the car pull up. I looked out the window. I saw Chris kissing Robin in the car. They were making out. His hands were going up her shirt and playing with her tits. Finally, she came stumbling up to the door. I climbed into bed and pretended to sleep. Robin stripped while stumbling around. She pulled down her tight jeans and had no panties on. She crawled into bed with me stinking of booze and sex. Robin was slurring her words. I'm home. She started kissing me. Her crotch rubbed against my leg. Her pussy was still really wet. She pulled my pants down and then put her hand on my hard dick. She began to stroke me. Did you fuck him? I asked. Yeah, I fucked him. Robin said with a kind of a duh in her voice. I climbed on top of her and started going at it. She began to tell me on her own. His dick was so big. I made him hold still for a few minutes until I got used to it. And then he fucked me sore. He came in my pussy. We only had sex for an hour or so that morning because I really came quick and Robin passed out. After she was asleep, I saw she had gotten a text. 
It was a picture of Chris, obviously took of himself, sticking just as the very tip of his penis in my wife's pussy. Just the head alone was stretching Robin's tiny pussy. I jerked off to that picture right then and there. That was our first dive into being a shared wife. Robin continued to date him for a year or so. He never knew that I knew. She broke up with him because he became too attached. She has since dated four other guys. She's currently dating two of them. Our sex life is great and getting better all the time. Isaac. Hello, Isaac. I am very, 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 very proud of you for letting her explore this. I do have to say, and this this goes back to what the counselor said, um, some healthy relationships, one person wants sex and are and more and is free to have it. She said some people have threesomes. Some relationships are open. Others are monogamous. Every bit of it's all okay, as long as it's among consenting adults. As I said in um, just a story or two ago, the only people that matter are in that relationship. Doesn't matter if it's two, four, six, or 20. Wow, that's a whole football team, I think, almost. It was baseball, right? That doesn't matter. Anyway, (laughs) it does not matter at all. As long as you all are working together and working towards whatever you want, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you all move in a big house and she's the center. It doesn't matter if all of you in one dynamic, maybe all females, all males, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter where you work. If you found your tribe sexually, emotionally, and whatever, who cares what outside thinks? If they aren't paying your bills, if they aren't, you know, making the big decisions, if they aren't giving you any money, why does their opinion matter? If they're not the ones that are offering their pussy or you're sticking your dick in you or whatever you're using for penetration or sex, do they count? Do you really want them their opinion? I know I don't. The person I'm into is none of anybody's business. That's why I've always referred to him as lover. That's why I will continue to refer him as lover. He is mine and mine alone. And what we do and what we explore is ours and ours alone. I'm watching the show that I've been referred to, and I'm actually on an interview. I think it airs next week with my boys, the five guys over there, where we I watched the first four episodes of Sex, Forward Slash Life, Sex Life, you know? Um, and I, we go into it. I'm not going to ruin it. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it. it has a really, really hot sex in it, but it really makes you think on a relationships on level. Each person in the relationship is responsible for their part of the intimacy. Now, that being said, if you're horny or you're not, let's say, let's go say you're not. And your partner is. Where's your responsibility? You know, you cannot have a sex life, romantic life, intimacy, intimate life. If it's only based on when you're in the mood, it doesn't work like that. Um, The feelings and the emotions that go with intimacy just doesn't work like that. You have to meet in the middle. So that and I'm not talking when you're running 102 temperature and you got snot running out of your nose. And I don't even want to be touched then. But you have to learn to give. And I know there's other dynamics and everything else, but that's not our show. But as we say here, 
sex and intimacy is a chain. And it's just as important as the other chains in your relationship, in your life. And if you aren't taking care of that chain, eventually it breaks into the other. I mean, how many of us have been so keyed up, so just rigid where we needed to come? But the thing is, after we do, we were like, why didn't I do that? Orgasm, sex, intimacy, masturbation is still self-help. It's still self-care, partner care, lover care, relationship care. What would you do? Would you, what would you be willing to do to explore, to keep that link safe and secure? That's my question to you. And I would really like to know. I'm glad we ended on this story, actually. I, I thought it was very good. Um, it's so good. I may air it next week. So if you hear it again next week, it's just because I fell in love with it. I think this is a great place to stop for the day. Ha ha. I hope you have a wonderful Friday. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Stay out of trouble. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Just remember, I passed around the bail plate. It only has lint, gum, and um, Twizzlers and a button. So if that won't get you out of your jail, don't call me. <laughs> Just remember, don't go for, forget to go vote for me. And last, we only have a few weeks left. You know, ASN Magazine, Lifestyle Magazine Awards, Best Podcast, Best Lifestyle Podcast, go vote. Um, I'm going to be there. I would love to say hello to you people, say hi, you know, introduce myself and love to put some faces to possibly some stories. Don't be, um, if I don't remember, I'm sorry, you, I'm really bad about like, after I close this one and get it up, I'm moving on to Mondays. So it's not that I don't remember. And I get so many, um, just, you know, and I just think of it this way. Think of how many Darcy's read that I haven't, you know, Darcy gives them first. So, you know, he knows all everything. He's not going to be there. So you won't get to meet Darcy. You only get to meet me. You only get to meet me in Florida. Also, I'll be in Edison, New Jersey, October 22nd to the 23rd, 24th. There we go. I hope to see you there. I won't be at a table. Don't forget that. I'll just be milling around and, you know, networking and saying hello to everybody. So if you happen to go and you see me there, um, say hi. I would really like that. And in closing, I was thinking about you again. I had to come. I can't get you out of my head. I can't get the thought of the way you would touch, the way you taste me, the way you would kiss, maybe even after you go down on me. Hmm. Do you think you could kiss me after you went down? I really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, bye for now.